Welcome to the Always Moving Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lyndon Savanto, and I'm back. It's been, I don't know how many days since the last episode, but after a little hiatus, I am back. I have, uh, dozens of you have reached out. They're asking, hey man, when's the next episode dropping? Or, oh, my my drive to work isn't as good anymore because I can't listen to the show. Have no fears. Lindy's back. And I'm happy. Life is good. Uh, If you don't know why I've been delayed, I've actually moved to Florida. It was a big move. And I know what some of you probably think. Why the hell are you going to Florida in the middle of a pandemic? But rest assured, I am not some jackass coming on vacation. I have moved here. So... No worries about me moving back and forth between the countries, Canada and U.S. I am now a Florida resident, and it feels good. My girlfriend moved down here recently, and it it just made sense. Like, we reached a stage where um, it was right, and I was able to save some money, and then, thankfully, looking... At uh, Edmonton and everything right now, it um, I'm glad I'm down here. It was 29 degrees out today, Celsius, and I believe with the wind chill, it was like minus 44 or minus 40 something in Edmonton. So I am thrilled. I was in the pool. It's beautiful here. I can't believe it's only February. I don't know how I'm really going to handle it when the summer comes on because everyone I've talked to around here, they're like, oh, it's, it's pretty chilly. Like, aren't you cold? And it's like, okay, I don't know what I have in store for me, but it's something to look forward to. This episode, episode 17 is called five days in Florida, because this is how long I've been here. And let me just tell you, it's been, it's been fantastic. Um, it was a bit of a, Bit of a shit show, honestly, getting here, because in order to fly to the U.S. now, after Joe Biden came in as president, you you're required to take a test, a uh, a COVID test in Canada, and it can, has to be done within 72 hours of flying. So, no real worries. You can book the 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 travel. COVID tests, because I, I haven't had COVID, I haven't been in contact with anyone with COVID, so it was just the the travel COVID test, you book it online, and then you go to Shoppers Drug Mart, you go there, you, you get a swab real quick, it goes in, um, it took like five minutes, and four and a half minutes was just waiting, um, so after you get that, then you keep yourself kind of semi-isolated you don't want to get COVID because you still when you get to the airport and stuff they do temperature checks and you have to fill out papers and you have to sign a is it it's weird it's one of those words I know in French 
and I don't really know how to pronounce it in English. It sounds it sounds bad, but attestation, attestation, is that what we call it in English? But you have to sign this saying that you're not sick or you haven't been in contact with someone who's sick. Um, so if I'm lying, then I'm held legally responsible and stuff like that. So originally I had the test booked. I had my flight booked. Everything was looking up, but I always had this doubt in my mind that something was going to happen. So when, um, Justin Trudeau had made the new, like, uh, travel restrictions, I got an email from Delta like an hour before saying a flight got canceled and I'm like, Oh shit, this is the restrictions. All this stuff was prepped and ready to go. And then it just went to shit. Turned out not to be the case. It was just a, for some reason they had canceled my Edmonton to Calgary flight. Maybe it was cause we had a big blizzard the day before, or that day that was supposed to happen. So either way it got pushed back a day. But when I got that email, I had to call Delta arrange for the flight to be rebooked. And then I had to rebook the test because it was out of the 72 hour range. So already shit's going off. And it's like, okay, what's going to happen? So then I didn't get an email. I didn't get anything for until leading right up to the flight. I get to the airport in Edmonton and this is just like, so this is a prime example of why you go to the airport early. So I go to check in with uh, the airline they're like, um, we don't see your tickets. Like, excuse me? Um, yeah, you. it's not in the system here. You're going to have to call Delta and call them and see what happened. So, so I'm like, well, shit. Like, okay, I'm here. My brother dropped me off at the airport, and then he's off to work, and it's freezing cold outside, and I'm just standing with my suitcase and shit. And um, so I'm there. I call Delta. I managed to get on like the phone with somebody within five minutes, which was crazy. Cause last time I called Delta, it was like a half hour wait. So get on, they called her like, yeah, we see the flight. That's, that's weird. For some reason it said that you personally had canceled it, which I didn't even touch it. So they're like, okay, we'll send it over. We'll put the tickets in their system and you should be good to go. I'm like, okay, perfect. So they do that. They send it over. They give me a new like confirmation number, write it down go to the desk and then the guy's like okay yeah i see it popping up here and then he's like wait a second and then again picks up the phone and he's like call, talking to someone uh, i don't see this code or some shit and i'm like okay come on just let me get this ticket and go through and uh eventually it worked out so flying out of the country you have to you do all that stuff you have your test you have to show your test they make sure it's within the 72 hours and then you get temperature checked before you even get to the security area where you, you know, you put your bag through the x-ray and stuff. So I get the, get the temperature check and I'm just like, okay, what's going to happen? Like I'm, I'm already hot right now because <laughs> all my tickets are screwed up. So I'm like, is this going to just record as I've got like a fever or something, but no issue, go through, get through security and get to the other side and it's basically a ghost town like you could see there was a flight for it looked like a working crew was headed somewhere and then there was very few people um so eventually i get to calgary and then i gotta cross over to the u.s side 
And when I get to the U.S. side, I am not even kidding. There was five people and three of them were employees. So I got, I, it was pretty early to be fair. Cause then once my flight came, more people showed up, but it was not, not even close to being called busy. But for the first hour and a half or so, it was myself and five other people. And I've never seen an airport so empty before. And it was absolutely crazy. So eventually after everything, I arrive and I make it to Florida. Um, the one thing I'll add, because I was asked about it, was on the flight, what kind of happens on the plane. So they had, I didn't sit next to anybody the entire way, which was perfect. And then they kind of have the rows separated where it's like a row of people, empty row, row of people, kind of like that. Or it's like two rows of people, three rows of empty seats type thing. So it's not a full plane. I don't know if you've seen like a meme or something online where it's like, oh, the planes are completely packed because it wasn't. The airport in Minneapolis had a lot of people, but the plane the plane was fine. So get to Florida. Um, Alyssa picks me up. Get home. Done. I made it. I have finally arrived in the U.S. and it was all good. And then it just blew me away. The heat, It's. it feels like it's been cold forever in Canada. And I remember summer, but I don't remember the heat at all. So then... I'm just blown away and the house we're living in has a pool in the back and it overlooks this lake and stuff. And uh, the two other people that live at the house and Alyssa, they're all shocked that I was like standing in the pool and it was only, I don't know, 18 degrees, 20 degrees. And they're like, oh my God, aren't you freezing cold? And I'm like, no, like, I just came from a literal freezer. So Things have been amazing here. Uh, it's been a real exciting time in Tampa Bay because the Super Bowl is happening. And it was the first time in history the home team was actually playing in the Super Bowl. And then they end up winning the Super Bowl, which was even more crazy. So we go downtown. We're kind of just walking around. And there's just Buccaneers flags and jerseys and everyone walking around. If you're in a public place, everyone has masks and stuff. So it's not as bad for the most part, unless they're celebrating a Super Bowl win, which I'll get to. But we we walk around and the bars and restaurants are open. They're, they're distance for the most part. And it was just nice to see people out and, out and about doing stuff. So we walk around and then we end up walking along the river. And then the Super Bowl experience, the fan experience thing is going on. And it's like, wow, I didn't even know this was a thing. We cross over and there's just so many people out. Everyone has a mask because you have to have a mask to be in there. But it just felt kind of unnerving to be around all these people. But we did our best to, you know, we would wash our hands and sanitize every time we would touch anything. Or we would remain distant from people. But it was always, it was weird to see so many people in one spot. It was all outdoors and it was a massive area, but it was still a lot of people. So it was kind of kind of a lot so yeah we checked out the super bowl experience it was cool to be a part of it and then we just kept to ourselves and tried to stay away from stuff and then the super bowl goes on and we go downtown 
And again, we're able to keep ourselves distance because we don't have tickets. So we drive, we actually drove by the stadium twice. We did a lap back and forth and it was just loaded with people and traffic and cops everywhere. And it didn't seem like people were being responsible with the, with everything going on, but it was a good thing that we, uh, first off, I couldn't pay $8,000 for a ticket, uh, let alone two. And then it was nice not to be loaded with that many people. So we drove by the stadium twice. It was really cool to see how many people are just in the neighborhoods around or just making noise and cheering, go bucks, suck on it. Chiefs basically the whole way. And, um, so that was a cool experience to, to see. So then we go downtown and we're by the river and we walk around town and it wasn't that busy, to be honest. It was a lot less busy than I thought it was going to be, but you could see everyone, you know, they're listening on their phone or go to an outdoor bar or patio or something like that, watch the game. And so we're sitting, watch streaming from her phone. We're by the river or the river walk. Across the way is where the fan experience thing was, but there was nothing going on. So it's just like a beautiful night, perfectly warm, perfectly clear. And we're just streaming the game and stuff. And the stadium's not so far away. So when the Bucks would score a touchdown, you can hear the fireworks going off. You saw the like the Jets go by. And it was really just this crazy experience. Because obviously I've never been to a city where the Super Bowl was. I've never been to a Super Bowl. And there was so much hype and this aura around it. It's Tom Brady versus Pat Mahomes. It's the home team and stuff. So it was really cool to be a part of that. Even if it was from a distance, it was still cool to be a part of it. So, And then we end up coming back home for the halftime show. And we were just chilling out here because we don't... Uh, it was starting to get chilly and stuff or whatever. So... When the Bucks win the Super Bowl, I go out to the back by the pool and all the surrounding neighborhood, you can hear people just wooing across. I'm shouting. There's like fireworks. You hear them in the distance and stuff. And it was special. Like it seemed like it was almost destined to happen because like I show up in Tampa Bay and the Super Bowl is happening there and then they win and it's Tom Brady and it's all this, all the pieces fit just perfectly for, for this moment. So it was, it was a cool couple days to just be in, in and around the city where the Super Bowl was happening and where they win and stuff. So, um, and it's just been great. It's been, the weather has been amazing. I don't know what the weather apps say. Cause they're like, lightning and thunder five straight days that's what they're saying and it had one storm at night when i was asleep so it's been the weather the weather's been phenomenal um i'd go for a run every morning and there's like probably like three foot tall cranes just walking across the road and no it's not the ones that build buildings like dushin or somebody would think was hilarious um <laughs> uh, there i haven't seen any gators I haven't seen any manatees, but uh, I will soon. I know it's going to happen. It's destined to happen. So then one of the days we went to Siesta Keys, which is like this little group of islands off the coast of the Gulf there. 
and it was just fantastic. The the Gulf of Mexico. I'm swimming in the Gulf, and there's all these there's palm trees everywhere. This the sand at Siesta Key didn't even feel real. It was super white. It was so light you couldn't really feel it in your hands that much. But it was just a perfect day. We're out. Sun was shining. And there was a bunch of people on the beach, but the beach was massive, and we weren't seated near anybody because um, it's so damn big. Like <laughs> the beach itself was incredible, and um, yeah, it's so it, it's crazy how a week ago I was just freezing, driving truck in Alberta, and then I'm on the beach. It's Siesta Key in Florida, and we're just there's palm trees and. Um, actual sun that produces heat so it's been it's been amazing and um going into any trip you're always like wow what's gonna happen like what's this or what's it gonna be like is this a mistake type thing i can tell you right now it's been phenomenal um and so far i'm i'm really happy to send photos to to friends and let them know how warm I am, <laughs> especially with this cold front that's going on right now. So it's been really cool. Um, one of the other days, another cool thing to, another interesting, enjoyable and completely unique thing we were able to experience is we drove up to Orlando to go to an Orlando magic NBA game. And it's very limited seating. Like this, it was a massive stadium and I have videos where it just feels surreal how empty it was. You'd walk the concourse or you'd go to the bathroom and you'd see one person, you'd see a, a family walk by and you go into the stadium and it's, it was us two seated beside each other. And then for a while it was one other guy in a section of 200 seats and he was like three rows back and all the way to the other side. So I definitely understood when NBA players are saying that it was a completely different experience playing in this empty stadiums because it was completely different. Um, and um, yeah, it was, uh, it was so cool to see. It was Magic versus Bulls and... It was still NBA, and since I play fantasy basketball and stuff, it was cool to be part of it. And but uh, and it was cool to see live sports again. I haven't seen live sports since March of 2020, like the last Oilers game before COVID happened. That was the last sporting event I've been to, and um, so it was cool to see live sports and and to be a part of this unique situation where there's few hundred people in a 30,000 person stadium or more seating. It was a massive stadium and it just felt weird. There was a noticeable lull in the atmosphere, but the, you know, they had the DJ and the bands and the, the hype up people doing a good job. They did a great job. I was getting into the game and stuff, but it, it was definitely unique. And it was, it was one of those kind of moments you won't forget because we we're both like, oh, Jesus, this is, this is crazy. Like, uh, when are you ever going to see something like this again? So plus we got the tickets for like 12 bucks each, which was even better. <laughs> um, so yeah, we did that and we've just been 
enjoying the weather, enjoying the time and just exploring. And then the one thing I mentioned it on my other podcast, the perfectly cromulent podcast, the, the one I host with Dushin. And when I drove Alyssa to work the other day, right across from the shopping mall where she part-time has a part-time job there is the big cat rescue that Carol Baskins owns and runs. <laughs> when I saw it on the map, I'm like, no way. And then I searched it up and it was it. So it was, I think I was talking about the other day, like, Oh, we got to, we got to like jokingly, I'm like, Oh, we got to find the, the tiger King stuff. And turns out it was right there, right? Like literally across the street from where she worked. And uh, so that was pretty cool to see. And it's been great. It's been, it hasn't been many days, but the days that we've had have been fantastic. And it's nice. It feels so good to run outside again, even though I'm just a useless, out of shape bum. <laughs> it feels good to be getting back into it and getting healthier again because gyms were closed. Handball was shut down for, seems like forever. And it's nice to be out, be active, swim in the pool, go running work out outside and stuff and just explore a new area. This is, this is my favorite thing to do is travel somewhere new, explore the land, see what's going on. And there's so much to explore here. So I'm really looking forward to it and I will keep you guys posted on what's happening. And most importantly, I hope, uh, I just, uh, I'm happy. Um, I post it or I say it all the time now and whatnot, but life is happy. It's, it's good. And I think at the end of the day, if you're a personal friend to me, if you're a fan of the show, I hope you can just kind of look and smile and be like, Hey, Lyndon's happy. And I am, and it's great. And it feels great. And, uh, hell get them. I'm going to get some tanning make you all proud of my tan and um that uh that's gonna be my brief little intro into my move to florida um it's been phenomenal and i feel good i can genuinely say i'm happy and i hope to each one of you who made it this far in the recording this far in the episode i hope you guys are happy with whatever you're doing i hope you're staying safe if you're listening in edmonton God, I hope you're staying warm and let's, let's just enjoy life. Too many people just love, not love, but they focus on the negative. Just focus on what's beautiful around you. Focus on what's beautiful in life because life's amazing. Life is happy. And with that, I'll conclude this episode because I'm getting back into the swing of things and stuff. So you got to give me a little slack here. Um, this has been episode 17, five days in Florida on the always moving podcast with your host, Lyndon Savanto, wishing you the best and let's keep this thing moving. <laughs>